Okay, dear, welcome to Pennywise. Pennywise is home for the curious minds who are looking for life secrets from the word of God. And today, we're talking about the topic of grace. The first time I heard the preaching about grace, I did not understand it. Because the way it was preached to me, it felt like, oh, now we are able to, or we are permitted to do whatever we want to do just because the grace of God can contain us. And while I was trying to understand that, I've heard um, stories about people coming to say oh well this pastor said let me show you what god's grace means come let's like just coercing people to do the wrong thing in the name of god's grace covering them i've been so troubled about the topic of grace until i came in contact with romans 6 and i was just like oh my god we didn't talk about it because what we think the message of grace is passing is not necessarily what the message of grace is passing. In fact, when I tell you what grace is passing, you'll be amazed. So today we're reading Romans um, chapter 6 from the start to the end. You will enjoy it. Paul is writing to the Roman church. The message is telling them, it will, just, it will blow your mind. So before we start reading and talking about it, let's just pray to God that God opens our mind. Lord God, we worship you. We give you all glory for another time in your presence. Yay. We thank you because you're about to pour down wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Open our eyes to understand. Help us to see the wonders in your law. Reveal to us what you want us to know. Holy Spirit, move. Have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit, as we read, as we learn, as we understand. Help us to see and know what you want us to know. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, the first thing Apostle Paul says in verse 1 of Romans chapter 6, this is Amplified Version, by the way. It says, what shall we say to all this? Should we continue in sin and practice sin as a habit so that God's gift of grace may increase and overflow. He now comes in verse 2 to say, Certainly not. How can we, the very ones who are dead to sin, continue to live in it any longer? So if you've ever heard people tell you, Oh, grace means it's just covering. Because grace really, first of all, is multifaceted. There are different aspects of grace of God upon your life. But you see, as regards to our living and what we do. Do you get me? If you've ever heard people say, oh, no, now, I mean, the grace of God is covering me. I will just ask for forgiveness of my sin. I can do whatever I want to do. God's grace. Well, now you are hearing that that's not how it is. It doesn't mean we should not all go and sin. We should not even sin in the first place because God says he cannot behold sin. When Jesus was on the cross, yeah, he, the sin of the world was put upon him. That's why God turned his eyes away from him and Jesus says, God, my Lord, my Lord, why have you forsaken me? Because at that time, what God was seen on the cross was seen. And sin is filled. God said, my, my hand is not too short and they cannot reach you. Neither is my ear deaf and they cannot hear you. But sin has bridged the gap. So it means that if God wants to come and rescue you, but sin has bridged a gap between you and I. Do you understand? Let's keep going. So verse 3. Or are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We have therefore been buried with him through baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the death through um, the glory and power of God, we too might walk habitually in newness of life, abandoning our old ways. 
it gets very interesting for if we become one with him permanently united in the likeness of his death we will also certainly be one with him and share fully in the likeness of his resurrection we know that our old ways our human nature without the holy spirit i love that we know that our old ways our human nature without the holy spirit was nailed on the cross with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin now our old nature without the holy spirit that's the distinguishing factor of any believer whose life is flourishing is the holy spirit because for you to as a believer in god for you to flourish in all aspects of your life right you need to live a sin-free life the Bible has said it. When they were about to stone that lady who was caught in adultery, right? They brought her, they were going to stone her. They asked Jesus, what do you say? Moses' law says this. What do you say? They went to stone her. Jesus said, I don't condemn her, right? I don't condemn her. And when they left, what did Jesus say? Ah, why are you, why are you accused? No, no, sorry. Jesus says, he who does not have sin cast the first stone rather. So they all left, yeah? So when they left, and just was like, ah, why are you accusers? He says, neither do I accuse you or condemn you, but go and sin no more. It was always a go and sin no more. So there's no way that anybody can sugarcoat it. It is a go and sin no more. But the only factor that can make you not sin is the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of you. The grace of God really means the grace for you to withstand the temptations of sin is there. But because the Holy Spirit is in you, it comes with a grace that makes you see the temptation and say, no, I won't do it because I have the grace of God. Because if without the Holy Spirit, it will entice you to do those things that the world is doing really but the holy spirit will come and divide you and say no you are in this world but you're not of this world let's keep going you would see you would see it for yourself for the person who has died with christ has been freed from the power of sin now if we have died with christ we believe that we will live again together with him because we know the self-evident truth that Christ, having been raised from death, will never die again. Death no longer has power over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin, ending its power and paying the sinner's debt once and for all. And the life that he lives, he lives to glorify God in unbroken fellowship with him. Even so, Consider yourselves to be dead to sin and your relationship to be broken, but alive to God in unbroken fellowship with him in Jesus Christ. So Apostle Paul is saying that you should consider yourself to be dead to sin. So there's no way anybody wants to preach the message of grace. And to tell you that grace is something that covers you from all oh, it, 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 it's unmerited favor it is and so it means that ordinarily you should die jesus has come to die for you how many years ago he's died for you he has left in the bible 
all that you need to equip you to live the new life. And now he has not come to tell you before you begin this life, receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gift from God because guess what? The letter kills, but the spirit, the spirit giveth life. So let's keep reading. Verse 12 says, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey his lust and passion. Do not go on offering members of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but offer yourselves to God in a decisive act as those alive raised from the dead to a new life and your members all of your abilities sanctified set as instrument of righteousness yielded to god i really have to break this down here because you see here before you receive the holy spirit where you're born hmm, you okay take for example a, a, a child how can a small a little baby start to lie to you because by nature mm, of, of the birth, without the knowledge of God, Jesus, without professing Jesus as our Lord and personal savior, without receiving the Holy Spirit, you don't know anything. All you know is, I mean, just imagine a child comes and says, I did not eat the meat. But you ate, are you lying to me? I'm not lying to you, mommy. Oh, then the mother says, don't lie to me again. It's not good. But it doesn't mean that the child might not lie again. You would see yourself trying to control the lives of life of the child likewise us as grown-ups you get me some things that we do that ordinarily we might not necessarily want to do but we see us ourselves doing it because those things is it's called the lust of sin apostle paul is saying don't give yourself yeah and your abilities to sin and to the nature of sin but give yourself to god now how do you give yourself to god so let me tell you yeah adam fell Adam fell, of course, the nature of sin came into mankind until Jesus came. And look at this, because Jesus came in the flesh and the likeness of man, before he began his journey, what was the one thing that happened? He first got baptized, right, by immersion into water and coming out. The next thing that happened was what? The Holy Spirit descended upon him. And when the Holy Spirit came, what did the Holy Spirit do? The Holy Spirit led him. Hmm? He led him to the wilderness. He led him to be tempted. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads you. Because he came as man, his life had to embody God's design of man. So the Holy Spirit had to come to lead him. The grace of God upon you is you allowing yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit. And that way, you will not fall to the lust, to, to the, um, lust of sin. So when um, Apostle Paul says in... Uh, verse 13 do not go off offering members of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness but offer yourself to god what that means is before i knew jesus when i was younger let's say i was i don't know i think maybe my 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 i think maybe i was 12 13 that age that period i could lie and and it wasn't like i could lie because i could lie no 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 it was that i found human beings so gullible that i i could just cook up whatever i wanted to cook up and people that i'm talking to will believe me hook line and sinker so it starts to give me this this i don't know this maybe something some kind of pleasure of the fact that i could just cook up anything and people will believe me even though it was a lie but i didn't know that it was lie which was seen or maybe i knew that lying was seen but the pleasure i was getting from deceiving people was more 
and I was a young girl who was more uh, enticing than the old. Don't sing old. Don't like my mother took my mother tried. She took me to all kind of prayers. To say, yeah, take out the 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 nylon of lie from your tongue. I'll be your dick But I could lie. I could talk. I had deep understanding about things that you can come and meet me and tell me, um, have you been to, you call whatever. I'll be like, eh. And you say, eh, no, you know, you know, the moment you start to explain that thing, I'd pick it up and say, oh, I've been there. And I'll start to say things that you'll be like, yes, that is it. But I haven't been there. But just because my mind could just catch up on things really fast, right? Now, that was me giving, because it most likely, it is actually a skill that God has given me. But that was me giving the members of my body to sin and to the devil so because i thought like i had that thing then i could now deceive people then i could now lie thank god for a christian mother thank god for a praying mother that she prayed me out of it and so in ss2 I last maybe I was 14, so I don't know what how would that but it's just too really. I got to know Jesus. I says, hmm, you know, this, this, I started to learn about Jesus and what he does and what he does not do. And years later, I received the Holy Spirit and it changed. So right now, instead of me coming to come and talk useless rubbish to people, I'm reading the Bible, and because I know that God has blessed me with you see wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. That's the three things that I need that God has, he, I don't know, he just, he, it's, it's, he just loves me so much that he just blessed me with those three things. He has blessed, it, blessed me so much with that thing that I'm not coming to teach people. One thing I know about my life is that God has created me to help people understand life. That's something I know so well. Like people can call me and just say, oh me, I'm going through this. As they are telling me what they're going through, I begin to pray under my breath, like Holy Spirit, help me, give me wisdom as to what to say, as to what to say. The moment they are done, wisdom begins to flow and I begin to tell them and it's all in line with God's word. So that is what Apostle Paul is saying. Whatever it is that you think, oh, because you know how the devil can make a mess of you if you don't know who you are or if you don't know God's plan for you. God might have given you, like you can be beautiful now. That's one thing. You're just so beautiful that you know that ah if i leave my house like this some girl ladies are like that and i leave my house like this bam cars are something for me guys will be looking at me guys will be looking at me and so you just start to have that mm. so i'm making extra money so i'm now rich but you're putting yourself first of all you are mixing yourself in sin you're indulging in fornication you're living in fields you're getting the money right you're getting whatever but it's not the full blessing of god it's just money you can have that money and still feel empty the, the, the lady can go out and guys are sleeping with her and loving her but nobody truly is law is seeing her like nobody understands her so she feels so empty they can be whatever so apostle paul is teaching us today and i'm telling you god is telling us really today that use those things for god how do you do it ask god how do how do I how do I use my beauty to, 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 to bring glory to your name? I've lived my life taking identities that I do like I should not be taking. Sometimes you just say, Oh, I feel like I should do this and it's a bad thing. No, I pray to God and say, This thing I have, what am I supposed to use it for? Look at me, I literally am making my whole living is from talking. The same talking that I used to talk, I used to come and so I I, I used to do it without making any benefit, just deceiving people but right now 
I'm making a whole living from talking. I have a channel where I'm giving people gist and analyze. It's not even just gist, really. I'm giving them wisdom. I'm giving them guidance on life from that channel. And I'm getting money off a channel. I have a channel where I'm showing you my life. I'm vlogging. I have this channel. But imagine if I had not allowed the Holy Spirit to come into my life and direct me as to where to go and what to do. I'll be there just living a fake life and lying and... Do you understand? So ask yourself, how can I use this thing? Whatever it is that you know you have, how can I use it for the glory of God? And 14 says, for sin will no longer be a master over you. Since you are, since you are not under law as slaves, but under unmerited grace as recipients of God's favor and mercy. It says sin will no longer be a master over you. It's not a case of, I just... Oh, you know that men, you know that, that that's how the devil makes us lie. In Africa, in Nigeria, there's this say like, ah, a man is um, polygamous by nature. A man cannot just stay with one person, no. So who said it? Who, how can a child of God, a believer of God be saying that? A man cannot, be poly, cannot, cannot stay with one woman. A man, that is just the devil giving you a cheap excuse to just sin. And so you see yourself married, but you're sleeping with other ladies. You're opening, you're opening the door. As in, the Bible calls, I mean, God calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. The accuser of the brethren will go to heaven and say, look at that one. Look at the kind of life he's living. I want to bless him. You can't bless him now. Give me that. I need to go and oppress him. And so you'll be, you'll be, you're opening yourself up to oppression that you should not open yourself yourself up to you're a single girl and i get you really want a man in your life and so one married man come on and maybe you're even broke you don't even have money but you're a single girl and one man now comes into your life and he starts to entice you with money and you're there and you're allowing the man touch you and do all that thing yeah you think you're making money but you're opening yourself up to the devil and demons to afflict you you can be having the money the man is giving you but you're perpetually ill you're always sick you're sick today sick today tomorrow or you can see that the money that's coming to your life sha is not going to anything like you are not you have broken the edge the bible says if you break the edge the serpents will bite so that's why verse 14 says for sin will no longer be your master why because you have the holy spirit within you is the holy spirit and the grace of god it's the grace of God that will make that enticing sin not be enticing anymore. I remember the day I received the Holy Spirit. I, oh, the Holy Spirit! I said, you know what? God, the Bible calls you a provider, so I'm going to allow you provide for me. I'm going to stop trying to do all the calculation and have different men in my life. I would tell myself, no, I'm not sleeping with the men, no, but I will play with your head. Before I had the Holy Spirit, you see, I would think like because I was good at it, I'll just keep talking different things and they'll be there hoping that one day I'll finally give in and have sex with them. And, and, and I mean, I would never. So after they've given me some small money to entice me and haha, when they realized that they would go. But, you know, I just said, I'm not doing all that anymore. The Bible calls you a provider, God, provide for me. And that very evening, I cut off, I deleted almost everybody's number that I had on my phone. The one that called me, I said, don't call my number again. And I'm telling you with all my, with all my heart, yeah, from that day till today, God has been my provider. Help has come to me where I'm just like, what? Like, all I need to do is pray to God, believe in him and continue what I'm doing. And favor of God is upon my life. God wants to help you 
God wants he's your father. He wants to bless you, but you need to open yourself up to God and own it and say, you know what? I trust you, God. Bless me. And cut off from all these things, all these filthy things and sinful things you are doing. But the only way you can do it is the help of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit in your life. It's so important. Let's keep going. <clears throat> what then are we to conclude? Listen, shall we sin because we are no longer under law, but under God's grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that when you continually offer yourselves to someone to do his will, you are the slaves of the one whom you obey, either slaves of sin, which leads to death. We need to go back again. Do you not know that when you continually offer yourselves to someone to do his will, you are the slaves of the of the one whom you obey, either slaves to sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness, right standing with God, or of obedience. They say that God does not like sin. He does not want to behold sin. And he, see, he said it too. He even gave the law, the commandments. We could not keep it. So what now happened? He said, okay, Jesus, come. Go and die. Liberate them. Introduce them to the Holy Spirit. Show them the Holy Spirit and the works of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is available for you. If the Holy Spirit comes with grace. Believing in Jesus comes with grace. But the Holy Spirit is the one that helps you and leads you and not allow you to commit sin and giving to the pleasures of sin i ask god god i need the holy spirit in my life i know friends i will say oh me i don't want to do this anymore and they'll say it today oh me that man i've broken up with that man i'm not calling him again i'm done and then a week after the man is with them it's not it's not their fault though there's no there's no there's no help of the holy spirit there's no grace eh to look at the man and say i know that you can't give me money but I trust God to provide for me. So I'm not going out with you. I'm not picking your call. I'm not calling you. It's the grace of God. That's, that, that is the grace of God that would overlook the lust of sin and the help of the Holy Spirit in your life. 16 says, But thank God that though you, you were slaves to sin, you became obedient with all your heart to the standard of teaching in which you were instructed and to which you were committed and having been set free from sin you have become the slaves of righteousness of conformity to god's will and purpose so right now you and i are slaves of righteousness and i promise you the benefit of righteousness eh it's amazing it's a beautiful life it's an amazing life it's a luxurious life it's if you can keep in accord that's why the bible says don't be here as alone be doers because if you can read the word of god and do the word and i i told you in i think two videos before now that um jesus says anybody that keeps my commandments me and my father will come to him if you can do the commandments of god god will bless you if you can allow the Holy Spirit lead you, lead you in every way, not just sin, you know, even in your business. Let me tell you one thing I do a lot here. Yeah? I have a channel that I do entertainment gist. And I know that writing the captions of the, of the video is, one, is, is one, one of the reasons why your video would get views and things. Yeah? When I want to write the, the topic, I'll say Holy Spirit. Please tell me the topic to write. Before I even start talking, I'll say Holy Spirit, please help me say the right things. 
and I'll, I'll start recording my videos. It's, it's entertainment gist though, but I'm praying to God because out of every topic I talk about, I want to teach somebody who is listening the right way to think. Anything I do, the Holy Spirit, come and help me. He's not only there to not make you say no, because how then will you now succeed in your business? Holy Spirit, tell me what to do today. Tell me how to live my life today. Even when, when I was working, I used to work in a 95 in a loan company um, and my boss just came up with a, with a law. If you don't do up to 70% of your target, you, you will not get 50, like you will get less than 50% of your salary. I hope you understand that, yeah? So we had to do 70% and above, yeah? And I told God, I said, I said, God, bless me. Bring sales my way. Bring loans my way in the name of Jesus. Let me never do below 70% in Jesus' name. Every day I'm going out, I'm saying it. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, lead me. I say I never did below 70% from the day the the policy came out to the day I left that company. The moment I began to see that it's working, I said, okay, let's now move it to 100%. God, let me never... Because if, if you pray, sometimes I can be in the office and I'll start feeling the need. Okay, just go, go, go. Go and share your flyer. I'll leave my office. I'll start walking on the road, share my flyer. The, you know, there were months where I did not have to do any marketing at all. I was getting calls from everywhere. Hi, this person gave me your number. I want your loan. Hi, because I have prayed. That's the help of the Holy Spirit inside of you. To lead you, to guide you, to teach you. 18 says, and having been set free from sin, we have become slaves to righteousness, the conformity of conformity to God's will and purpose. I'm speaking in familiar human terms because of your natural limitation, your spiritual immaturity. For just as you presented your bodily members as slaves to impurity, do you understand? A guy is just there sleeping around. That's you presenting your body as slaves to impurity. You are a slave to the devil. You, you, you think you're having fun, you're not. You, you can't be having fun. Whatever you think that you do, you collect bribe. You're a slave to the devil. Because the person that paid you all that money to bribe you, you think the person just gave it. You think the money just comes to you like that. No, you stole the money literally. And let's just be real. You know, check yourself and say, what am I doing? And who am I serving doing this thing? If you're a child of God, then you need to have this conversation with yourself a lot. He says, for, for just as you presented your bodily members as slaves to impurity and to moral lawlessness, leading to further lawlessness, so now offer your members, your abilities, your talents as slaves to righteousness, leading to sanctification that is being set apart from God's purpose. I remember when I when I knew I had to do Pennywise, I just knew like I literally had the same dream for more than twenty times, literally the same dream i was somewhere i <laughs> actually i don't know what i the dream but i just knew that i needed to do this like there was there was a there was a there was an heavy imprint in my soul i was just the girl doing talk to your homie tv my entertainment channel and people liked my opinion i know i have understanding you and i can watch something and, and I, when i come and tell you what i learned from that thing even you'll be like really it's that deep so i started to read the word of god and i started to just see things from the world of god. Was like, oh my god oh my god said to tell me no you have to teach people the same way you're teaching them the right attitude and mentality on the entertainment space come and teach my people about the bible 
teach them they need to know and, and I, I, I fought it. I said, oh, God, do I really have that time? I have a whole channel I'm, I'm trying to handle. <laughs> but I just knew deep down in my spirit that it's an ability that God has given me that I need to use to promote the kingdom. Because of what use will it be for me that I know all these things and it's working for me? And a lot of Christians are lost. And a lot of them are suffering. Because when, when I see a child of God being oppressed by a demon, that you should just scatter. Check at me right now, right now, yeah. yeah. Something got revealed to me about my family. I've been praying about it for a while, and God has revealed it to me. And so, I'm, in my prayer, I'm attacking that thing, and I'm I'm getting I, I'm getting feedback like they are trying to attack me. But with me, even in that dream, I did counter them because I'm not I'm I'm prayed up. I'm freed up. I, I know the, the answer is just to come to God. You, you know who God is? God is, the, oh, God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the one that owns all the power. So every day you pray, because I pray every day, I come to the King of Kings and I present myself before him and I just talk about, I say, God, I even had a dream yesterday and, and this is what happened in the dream. And so I come against whatever power is against me in the name of Jesus. I act at you, cover me with the blood of Jesus. Do you think that after such, such encounter with God, any demon can come and touch me. You can't now because the, the Bible says that there's an edge of fire around me. If you come close to me, the fire will burn you. Yeah, but that's but that's it. If, if if you give your time and your ability to God, He will preserve you. Why? Because His greatest desire is that more people come into His kingdom. If your life and your attitude and what you're doing is bringing men to God's kingdom, He will preserve you so that more people can come to your kingdom. And the devil is going to come to you to try to attack you and make you and, and give you lustful sins and passion. That's why you see some pastors just stories about them. Oh, he touched me. He slept with me. Because the devil wants to pull them down. It's using that weakness that, that they've not addressed to pull them down. So address it today and say, God, take it out of me. Holy Spirit, lead me, help me, give me the grace to withstand sin. That's the prayer. I think that's the prayer. I really want to finish this chapter because, I mean, it's so, it's so good. Is it not good? It's so good. 20 says, when you were slaves to sin, you were free in regards to righteousness. You had no desire to confirm to God's will. So what benefits did you get? At that time, from the things of which you are now ashamed of, none. For the outcome of those things is death. What benefit have you gotten? The man that says, no, it's the notion that men are polygamous in nature. What benefit? Okay, that you have three girlfriends and you're married. What benefit have you gotten? Can you, can, you, can you boast and say, I have three girlfriends? Can you tell your wife you're hiding? You're, 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 you're going to hotels that don't have names so that nobody can catch you. You're ashamed of that life. There's no benefit to it at all. You get sexual pleasure, yeah, but like, how is it? You're opening, you're, you're opening the door for the devil to come into your life. You're a slave to the devil. You can't be serving the devil. The Bible says we can't serve two masters. You can't be serving the devil and serving God. You can't. That's not a, what, what other sin? What other, what other sin? What are you proud of? You're sleeping with a married man. You, are you proud of that? Can you be? You want to go out with your friends. You can't carry him because you're saying like the might think. Or you're sleeping with a married man and you're asking God to bless you with your own man. How? You are in sin. Or you're living with another person's husband and you're praying for healing. You're saying that ah, I always fall sick. You will fall sick. Because the age of God is off you. 
the devil can just come and you I mean, imagine if he comes to your room and he sees you and you just had sex with the man what tell me he really, whatever he wants to do he will do it decide the kind of life you want to live today tell yourself who you want to become today you know speak to the life that you want to. that's what apostle paul is telling us today we are no more slaves. You, those things, you are ashamed of them because they all lead to death and they all lead to death. But now, since you have been set free from sin and have become willing slaves to God, you have your benefit resulting in sanctification, being made holy and set apart for God's purpose. And, uh, and the outcome of this is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And maybe because we've not been able to explain to you as a child of God the benefits of serving God. Do you understand? Because see, check it out. The, the, the day I realized this, I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. Let me tell you, let me, let me tell you where, where I got. I got this. Uh, if some, some people in life can do anything for money in Nigeria, because, I mean, the economy is bad. Uh, government, it's just people really need, you need money to survive in this country, period. Right? And so because of that thing, people can, you hear stories that you'll be like, oh my God. Recently, I saw, not recently, but I mean, I saw online, this guy tried to kill his mother to use and do ritual. He tried to kill the mother and the mother escaped and the whole compound was just like, they brought the guy out. An embarrassing sight. A guy must have felt too ashamed just to make, like, the things that people can do to make money. But the Bible has said that we should till our land. If we till our land, you will find gold. I know that the money might not come boom, boom, boom. Your friends at this point in time, already, I don't have a car right now. I have friends that have driven like how many cars. I have a friend who I went to a house. I was like, oh my God, you have a Range Rover now. Do you get me? But I don't have a car right now. But okay, I'm building. I'm going to get there. It's not rushed. But right now, I'm feeding. I'm happy. I can clothe myself. I, I, I can take care of myself, which is good. And I'm still growing. And I'm still doing my business. And when I do my business, I'm praying to God for increase. I'm praying to God to bless me. So that person can do anything for money. But when you're with God, when you're in God, in God comes money, safety, health, preservation, long life. Like, he takes care of you. You are not here and your mind is cutting. If my family called me to tell me something, I go on my knees and I pray to God. They'll call me, oh, me, help me and talk to God. Literally. Which is amazing. Like you can talk to God yourself. I promise you, you can. Because it's the same thing I do. I just knew that one. Say, God, this is it. I bring my own family before your hands, oh God. My brother, I bring him into your hands. Help him as, as regards to this. You know how we start to pray. And God, because, because God is such a loving, he's your father and he wants to bless you. But sin is bridging a gap between you and God. And the world is, is lying to you that you cannot do without sin. Maybe you can't. Why? Because you don't have the grace of God in you. The grace of God is that which will make you not fall into the lust of sin and the passion of sin. And the Holy Spirit is the one that will lead you to do the right things. Does it, I think it's my next preaching, but I have to just say it right here. You know how other Bibles say, for as many that are led by the Spirit of God and the sons of God, Amplified broke it down in the sweetest way ever. It says, for as many that continually or for as many that allow themselves to be led, because you have to allow yourself, even if it's anger, you have anger issues. The Bible has said, don't allow, don't allow the sun rise up on your anger. No, you want to be angry, angry, angry. If you have the Holy Spirit, sometimes when I, when I have issues with my friends or my husband or my mother, 
anybody i'm angry see i can be angry there maybe after the events happen because like a big big belly me you let people talk to me i say no 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 Go and apologize. I, I don't want to do it, but as many that allow themselves to be led by the Spirit of God, that are the sons of God, I will see myself get up. I will chew my, I will eat my ego and pride, and I will get up. And I will go there and I'll just say, you know what? Okay, let's talk about it. I'm sorry. Whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. But, but this is what I was trying to say. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will tell me, go and do this thing. Don't worry. In my next. Um, was um, episode I'll break down how the Holy Spirit leads me and how we can lead you but I hope you found this teaching very helpful let's pray let's pray let's ask God for his help I thank you for the sharing of your word and the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding that flow today I ask my father and anybody who is listening to me that has not received the gift of the Holy Spirit that you bless us with the gift of the Holy Spirit today to lead us to guide us to protect us in the name of Jesus that you be our father to us and you bless us with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that will help us to withstand the temptation and the lust and passion of sin in Jesus name I pray that you will reign supreme in our lives that you will be father and you will be God to us and all glory and adoration will be ascribed unto your name in the name of Jesus I pray Amen I found this helpful please let me know talk to me in the comment section i really want to know send me a mail pennywise1 at gmail.com or just send me or just talk to me in the comments really you know let's have conversation i love you but god loves you more thank you for watching bye, -bye.